Well, good Sunday morning. My name is Jaden Jefferson and welcome to this week's Community Focus. We are still talking about that upcoming November general election here in Ohio. And one of the big races is the Ohio 43rd House District race. And joining me now is the Republican candidate in that race, Wendy Hendricks. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me uh, to interview with you. Of course. And this race is one of that's really closely watched because it includes some pretty big neighborhoods in the Toledo area. So would you first be able to give people an idea of who you are and what you do for a living? Sure. Um, my name is, again, Wendy Hendricks. I own um, and operate Starbound Models and Talent. It's been um, in business for 25 years and very proud of that. Um, we represent uh, singers, actors, models, dancers, songwriters um, in the industry. So we're actually known as a mother agent. So we got people in the industry. So someone would come to me, I help them um, get in, uh, kind of follow their career path of what they're interested in doing. Um, we do coaching in the, in the area that they want and help them achieve their career goals. What inspired you to run in this district? So to go from a local talent agent to now becoming state representative, what inspired you to make that? Um, what inspired me, I would say mostly is my business. So um, like I said, I've been in business for 25 years successfully and um, really quite busy. Then all of a sudden to be halted and uh, shut down and almost lost my business because of that, um, it really made me start being more active in figuring out how that happened and how we could maybe prevent that from happening again. We lost a lot of businesses. A lot of small business owners were not able to make it through. I was one of the fortunate ones. So um, I started getting more involved. And uh, I also have a lot of passion for schools. Um, I feel that we have a lot of great schools in our area, but not all the children are thriving. So I'm really involved in that as well. It kind of goes hand in hand because I, I work with kids every day here at the studio and I see a lot of the things that they're complaining about and the problems they're having. And I am a fixer. I help people manage their, their problems and I help them learn how to solve them. So it just kind of lends itself into this um, political arena, I feel like. And I know I will, I will do a really good job in that area. And one thing that is refreshing to hear finally is candidates talking about education because every year it's so underfunded and so many teachers are being put under pressure for so many different reasons and a lot of it just goes back to political reasons and not you know actually helping you don't even have enough teachers either like yeah we're in a shortage right now oh yeah that's is, this is the most important thing are our children you know we have to get that right before uh, we can get other things right so um, yeah, I'm very, very a big advocate for the kids. And we definitely in America love talking about the future, but it seems that we're never really willing to invest in it. So maybe that's something that can hopefully change soon. But in the I district know, that I will be pushing for that for sure. Definitely, and hopefully more because we should all be on the same side when it comes to just having something like education be funded well so our kids can do well and our future can do well. And Absolutely. you're running in a district that's very diverse. And I'm sure a lot of voters in this district are probably going to put that hopefully on their list. So we're talking, you know, uh, the old West End. You're talking South Toledo. You're talking Ottawa Hills, all in one district. So West Toledo, lots of big portion, almost all of West Toledo is also in that 43rd district. So, yeah, my district is really large and it is diverse. And I love that. 
my company is, I mean, I, it's diverse. I work with all walks of life, a Republican, Democrat, independent, libertarian, you name it, they come through my door. So I feel like I reach to everyone. Um, I'm not just this one-sided person. I really do. When I speak to, um, let's say a Democrat, which mostly that seems to be a lot of the, um, probably the, the group of come, that come into my studio, would, I would have to say would be more probably Democrat to independent. And when we speak and when we talk, we align together. It's really crazy how close we are um, to having the same feelings and thoughts. Um, like so many people do are against biological men playing in women's sports, whether they're Democrat or Republican or independent. And um, that's something I really am, feel strongly about as well. So um, my voice is, is their voice. So I have to listen to what everybody says and then try to help bring that to, oh, sorry about that, bring that to um, the table, you know? And it's interesting how we see, you know, especially in local elections, how a lot of national issues have been, you know, they, it just seems that our local issues have just been put to the side because even things like that, we hear a lot of talk about nationally, but really aren't being affected here. So it is interesting to see how these elections have changed to the point where we're talking about things that are happening in a completely other state and right. somehow applying. Well, they're, they're bringing the power back to the states, which is amazing because it should be put in the states. The people in the state should vote for what they want. And um, it's a wonderful thing. Like you just said, uh, we shouldn't be worried about um, something that's happening over in California, we should be worrying about what, how it affects us here in Toledo. So um, I agree with that. You know, small government, let the states decide, the people in the states decide what they want to do in their area. And when we're talking about some of the big concerns of issues in this district, uh, voters, <laughs> some of the issues of voters in this district, you know, you're hearing a lot of things, whether it's about abortion rights, about guns, just a lot of things that have been an issue for quite a while now, but we're starting to hear more about, especially after Roe was overturned and some laws that Governor Mike DeWine, some bills that Governor Mike DeWine signed into law that are having a lot of mayors in the area and across the state of Ohio upset. So when it comes to things like gun rights, abortion rights, where do you stand in those things? So I do feel that the abortion should uh, rights should not be in the federal hands. I, feel, I w agree that it should be back in the state hands. And um, Ohio is the heartbeat law and um, talking to, when going door to door and talking to Democrats and Republicans alike, um, most people, over 95% of the people that I have spoke to love that it is the heartbeat law. Um, so I feel that they got it right. And so I support that. And in Toledo, after Roe was overturned, there was really a strong reaction. You had a lot of protests happening. Um, one notable protest we saw was on Sylvania Avenue and you had this giant crowd of people that were very upset with the ruling, obviously, because this is something that's been, you know, the law of the land for over 50 years. And to see it change like that really had a lot of people upset because they believe it's health care. And then you had that smaller group well, that were I saying feel, that I feel like you know, religious reasons that abortion shouldn't be allowed. So I do, I do believe in the beginning that people were confused. They thought it was like, against abortion totally by taking it out of the federal hands. But really that's all it did. It just put it back to the states. It didn't outlaw abortion. It just, they have decided to step aside because it's not constitutionally their place. 
So I feel like that was the right decision. And I think once people, they kind of relax after that, I, I don't hear the, um, you know, the, the protests that we had before. I feel, I feel like they were just misinformed and confused about what that meant. Because a lot of people that I was talking to thought it meant that it was overturned for everyone, but it's not. It, it was just given back to the states. It seems like those protests have just kind of gotten bigger now that we know what's going on in Ohio after the heartbeat bill was something that was now, yeah. you know, it was back. So it was something that a lot of people were feeling strongly about. So talking in terms of things that you want to tackle, you know, if elected to this position would be some of those top issues that you want to address for voters here at home. Um, well, I am really feel really strongly about giving the power back to the parents when it comes to schooling. I don't think that the school should keep things from parents. I feel like the parents know what's best for their child. So I'm going to be pushing um, rights for parents that they can, um, that the school can't make a decision about a child's future without talking to a parent, meaning they can't just change their gender or start calling them something different than the, what the parent sends them to school as. And it should be a conversation with the parent, the student, and the principal or teachers. So I'm really trying to give power back to the parents um, where it belongs because they're the kids' parents. So um, that's going to be big on my list. Um, and safety. Um, I do have the endorsement from the Commanders Association. Um, and I feel really strongly about safety. I feel that it's a really big issue in our area. People are nervous and quite scared because they see crime and gun shootings in their own neighborhoods that they never saw before. So that's something that we need to address as well. And those are definitely two big issues. And one in particular, of course, when you're talking about crime, Toledo in the last couple of years, we've seen that during COVID and across the country, crime increased. But one noticeable trend that I've seen locally now, and even today, Mayor Kapsikavich had pointed this out, that we're starting to see crime go down. And hopefully it's a trend that continues through the rest of the year because COVID created some violent years for us. And it's good to see that at least crime's going down in the city. But can we keep that trend? Another thing we saw was, of course, uh, this national movement of parents who are, you know, starting to become more vocal about education when they weren't before. So what exactly changed to where parents are so engaged into their child's education? I don't, I kind of disagree about the before. I think parents have always been engaged. It's just that they're seeing things differently that they didn't see before. But so I don't are those things that are different. Though. I disagree that parents haven't been involved involved before. I feel like parent, I mean, I've raised my kids in the seventies and parents were involved. I work with kids all day and I see parents every single day in my studio and everyone I see is super involved in their child's education and very passionate about it. Um, they just have seen a shift and a change in their kid's education. And so the, now they're vocal about it. And I think that we have to listen to them because they are my constituents. And if they have a problem, I need to hear about it. And there were definitely changes because of COVID disrupting a lot of kids' education. But, you know, I'm just not getting, I guess, what the big uproar has been recently when parents are going out and they're rallying and, you know, having these different complaints about what's being taught in school. And I just, the curriculum itself, I don't see many changes. But as far as how the child's being impacted, we're definitely seeing that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, there's changes, so. Well, what were the 
changes? There's a lot of changes that have happened. Um, teachers are asking kids their pronouns and their very young age, they, that's very confusing. Um, there's been situations where they've actually changed their gender without talking to a parent. That would uproar a lot of people. That's a fact, that's not something that um, is hearsay, that has happened in some of the schools. So that should not be happening. It should be up to the parent to decide what's best for their child. Well, it's definitely been interesting to see how this issue is being addressed in different states and hearing what parents are saying versus the realities of the classroom and what the educators are saying. So it's definitely, I guess, going to be something that continues into the school year. And hopefully this is something that can be resolved because yeah. it's an interesting situation. Right. I guess that's America, a bunch of interesting situations. Uh, Wendy Hendricks, a candidate, the Republican candidate for Ohio's 43rd House District. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It was my pleasure and I really enjoyed speaking with you.